to our stage right now. Give it up for chastity. Or as I like to call it, irony. And here we go. Yes, the comic, the comic, the comic, comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Uh, Bam. Wor- wor- world's finest, Eli. There you go. <laughs> wait, wait, which which one of you are the world's finest? Uh, I don't know, the purple guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we are back with the new episode. Uh, ran a little late this weekend, but, hey, the weekend is just getting started. We got a bunch of stuff we got to talk about about like i said we got a pull this we got to talk about we got some crazy stuff we want to talk about so we're going to get right into it uh first thing i want to talk about that is getting on my fucking nerves is the weather i am in mississippi it is snowing and it's 15 degrees outside i cannot step outside without my nose freezing i'm seeing my breath in the air and it's crystallizing i don't like that shit i can't i can't deal with it yeah i I don't know how you deal with i would love for it to be 15 degrees right now I would love for it not to be 15 degrees. Uh, unfortunately, we're like negative two degrees here. <laughs> okay. But hey, ever since I mean, Sunday. I, it feels, I would imagine it's like that all the time in there. Is that like, you know, normal? This is not normal for us. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. we Yeah. It's pretty normal. It's just right. When it gets below zero, that's when it gets just intolerable. You know, that's when not, yeah, nobody likes that shit. But yeah, we you yeah, know. When you, it just feels like it's just attacking your face when it yeah. gets that cold, like I mean, like you can feel your face freezing. Yeah, you walk outside, it hurts to breathe, and it's just yeah, your hands cold. You get frostbite <laughs> in ten minutes, and it sucks. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that's pretty bad. So I'm not gonna complain. Well, I'm still gonna complain about it because I'm in Mississippi and it shouldn't be this fucking cold down here. Anyway, <laughs> climate uh, change, Joe. Climate change. <laughs> but but our president said it doesn't exist. Yeah, I know. It's it's not global warming. It's global cooling. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's something it, it is something uh so like i said we can go and talk about that and this weekend just passed it with two things that just passed this weekend uh first thing we want to talk about is martin luther king uh birthday just passed if you're hearing this tomorrow it basically was early this week we're not going to put a, t- a time stamp on this but it happened early this week uh here's the thing eli in in mississippi everybody doesn't celebrate martin luther king's birthday oh yeah they celebrate robert e lee's birthday Oh. Would you get yeah. a day off at least for it? You still get a day get a day off at least. But I'm just saying when people <laughs> celebrate, that's how they celebrate it. <laughs> so you'll see on the news and we're saying, come on down to our Robert E. Lee celebration. Like get half off this TV. Like, yeah, I'm not going down there. <laughs> I can imagine what they're doing half off down there. So that's what's going on right now. I didn't get time and a half, so I'm kinda of pissed off off about that. That's the whole point of these jobs. You took your time and a half for shit. You know holidays like this, but you didn't get it, so whatever. Uh, what else can we talk about? Now we can also talk about the other thing that happened this weekend. Apparently, some 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 foosball happened this weekend. 
some some sport sporting contest happened. Yes. Yeah. Some sporting. I'm such a fucking nerd. I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I, I hate to be a stereotype. That's the thing. Because that's what I'm turning into right now. But yeah, I'm, I, I I know it was a game this weekend. I don't know how many games this weekend. All I know is that, like I said, since I'm down here, that I know the Saints lost. That's all I know. <laughs> because they sure did. They sure people did. Were, <laughs> It w- it was really fucked up uh, because people were upset. I'm seeing on my Facebook page, people are literally throwing their TVs out of the window when that happened. People are sad. People were calling out of work because it happened. I'm like, is it this serious? I mean, it was weird because the game was on while I was at work and I was working, like actually working. And everybody looked at me weird, like, Leroy, why are you working? Why are you not back there with everybody else watching TV? I'm like, because um, I didn't know the game was on. I wasn't paying attention, you know. So I, it made me like an eyeball because I wasn't paying attention to getting on into the games like that. But, Eli, can I ask who the Saints were playing this week again? Yeah, they were playing the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, where my I, goodness. Yes, where I'm from. I'm in Minnesota. So, yes, as cold as it is up here, this town's on fire since Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I was also at work at the time. I was I was listening to the – we were listening to the radio. So, uh, and yeah, we pretty much thought the game was over. Um, as and that's what a lot of people yeah. were saying. A lot of people thought that the game was over when they were saying it. Like I said, yeah. I just, this is what I was gathering from Saints fans down here. Yeah. Um, 10 seconds left, third down. Uh, Minnesota was losing by one point. And uh, Case Keenum threw a fucking uh, Hail Mary to fucking uh, Diggs, and he got a touchdown. The last ten, <laughs> like some shit, some shit that only happens in cheesy sports movies, like happens. <laughs> like, the, the, the corny music stars playing and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and and yeah, quarterback I mean, the cheerleader and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah nobody okay. could believe it. We, I mean, like I said, I was listening to the radio, and I mean, the commentators were all talking like that the game was over. They're like, yeah, yeah, Minnesota made a bunch of mistakes during this game. Blah 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 blah. blah. And then finally signed that, that, oh, my God, t- touchdown. I can't believe it. And, you know, it's a Minneapolis miracle. And, it, and the fucking place went wild. And, you know, then we all started looking up the YouTube clips and we're like, holy shit, no fucking way. Because did they hold the Saints uh, scoreless? In yeah. The, in the, in the, like, like at halftime, it was like 17-0. Minnesota was winning. Um, gotcha. And then the second half. You know, they started fucking up and New Orleans caught up. And th- but see, this is the thing that happens. This is what happens with Vikings. This is fr- frustrating. This always happens. Minnesota always will win and fuck up right in the last few minutes of the game. It always comes down to the last minute or seconds and a couple of points. And they either miss a field goal or like far through that interception back in 2010 in the playoffs against the Saints. So this is like revenge, you know? <laughs> so they always do some stupid shit that just blows the fucking game and just breaks everybody's hearts. So it's it's like Boston the Boston Red Sox pre two thousand. Like being well, a, they, right, yeah. but they but they broke the streak eventually. So Yeah, that like so everyone like well they did it again. They were winning the whole fucking game and then in the last half they gave up uh, interception and then the fucking all these field goals. And yeah, cause it came down to the last two minutes where they were training off field goals. 
And then fucking finally, Minnesota, like two minutes, Minnesota was winning. Like, but it was like 21 to 20 or whatever the fuck it was. And fucking, it's like, okay, now just stop them. Minnesota, the arguably best defense in the league this year, stop them. Last two minutes. And they didn't. They let them score another field goal. And they were winning in the last. So it was New Orleans 24-23 in the last, like, 30 seconds of the game. <laughs> wow. And then and then they pulled that shit out of their ass in the last 10 seconds. It's like, yeah, blew everybody's mind. Like, that type of shit only happens to other teams. So. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm just saying, because I, I, I here's the thing. I can feel it in the city when the Saints lose <laughs> on the weekend. It's <laughs> It's weird. I can, you know, I don't watch the game. I can just feel it. So I just knew everybody at each other. How are you holding up? You doing okay? <laughs> like, like, did somebody die? Like, no, the Saints lost. Like, oh, good. So I'm almost get to the point. I'm happy when the Saints lose because I get sick of them talking about this shit all the damn time. Yeah. Um, because if the Saints would have won, I would have been hearing this shit for the next week, you know. Yeah. I'm taking I mean, a piss in the bathroom. Somebody calling. Yeah, take this next week. What do you think about those Saints? Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear about the fucking Saints right now. Oh, they're talking. This is one of the best plays in history now. <laughs> I gotta see this shit. Okay, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the play at all. I'm yeah. gonna, when this podcast, I'm gonna go and watch the clips of it because I haven't. I didn't know the game was that close. Yeah, because uh, one of the guys I worked with, I was working with, he didn't know what happened yet, and we all like, I was like, dude, dude, you see it? He's like, what? The Vikings lose again? Like he was our because <laughs> he was listening to the game earlier when they started losing. He's like, they lost, didn't they? I'm like, no. And I pulled up the YouTube clip and I showed it to him. And look at 10 seconds left, third down, they're losing by one point. And then he's like, no fucking way. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it blew everybody's mind. It's, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was quite the, quite the, I, I'm, I regret not being able to see it, but just listening to it live, you know, like, holy shit, I can't believe it. Just listening yeah, to that, it was that, like, that, that yeah. made it sound exciting. Then, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, like I said, we got some, got some time. Okay. So I'm going to ask you this. So who is your predictions for the Super Bowl? You don't have to give me the winner, just who is gonna who's gonna make it there. Uh, I I don't know. I mean Philly is seemed to be like the team to win, uh, like the team to beat this year. And yeah. I don't want to jinx the Vikings because they're playing Philly next week. <laughs> but I, was, I honestly didn't think the Vikings were gonna make it this far. Because <laughs> Because of the, all the, all our star players got injured. You know, fucking Bradford, our quarterback got injured. Uh, fucking Bridgewater got in. All our star players got injured. So it's like this whole new team that came on and got us this far. So it's like the Vikings weren't supposed to make it this far. So we're yeah, all but just somehow like, they're still hanging in there, right? So I, I, I yeah, I don't want it, to, I don't want it to be the Phillies and, or the Phillies. I don't want it to be Philly and, uh, and, and fucking Patriots. You know, fuck Boston. You know, <laughs> but you kind of like almost expect Patriots to be there, though. Yeah, and it's like, but if it's Minnesota against the Vikings, I mean, I mean, if it's the Vikings versus, uh, you know, New England, that would that that'd be like, that'd be like good versus evil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody's always saying that. Yeah. That's, that's that's like some Lord of the Rings shit. You know. Right. Because <laughs> who's was it? The Jaguars playing the yeah. So it's the Jaguars versus the Patriots, and then the fuck, and then Philly versus Minnesota. So it's like it's almost like it's rigged, you know. 
but who knows? <laughs> Everybody's always saying that. that's the thing about football. Everybody, every time their team loses, they're always saying the other team is cheating. Like, come on, man, the t- other team can't always cheat. But that's a, that's that's uh, social media for you. Okay, so can we get back to the nerd shit? Sure. Okay, when we talk about the NBA, then I'll be more excited for it. <laughs> that I do not. Or at least know. the Falcons I, I, I am so not a football, uh, basketball fan. I suck at basketball. I know. I, I could tell when we when the playoffs happened last year and we were talking about it. Yeah, I can't play it. I don't watch it. I <laughs> I just suck at basketball. <laughs> All right. So back to the nerd shit. We're going to talk about what we normally talk about is the box office weekend. And we're going to start with these numbers. And these are the official numbers, not the estimated numbers. And we're going to start with number one. We're going to talk about Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Number one. And by a good margin. Wow. I don't know what's going on. It's like the numbers are raising. I saw the movie this weekend. Oh yeah, any good? I'm gonna I'm gonna give my rating on it in just a second. I'm gonna run through the the whole playlist and things like that. But I'll talk about it in a second. Uh, like I said, number two you have the Post. What the fuck is that? That's Steven Spielberg. I heard uh, it's about the Post and the whole uh, Nixon scandal back in the whatever the fuck it was, all the presidents name type shit. It's supposed to be a good movie. It's supposed to be one of these Oscar yeah. contenders. But it's Spielberg, you know. Hello? Hello? Uh, Hello? There you are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spielberg has really been on his game lately. It's, eh, I don't know. We'll see with play, Ready Player One, see what happens with that. Uh, number three, we have The Greatest Showman, oh. uh, uh, the Hugh Jackman movie and the Zac Efron movie and probably some other folks in there. Uh, Zendaya, I think. Uh, number four, The Commuter, the Liam Neeson movie, the, oh, yeah. the movie where he said he wanted to do action movies movies anymore like three movies ago when he's still doing them so yeah. good Take for him taken on a train or something yeah it's just the same movie he's making over and over again but hey good for him uh number five paddington two. Oh, uh, i, I kid, guess kids movies yeah yeah the the paddington the the, the bear with the hat thing it's kids movie looks so, yeah. interesting yeah i'm just just surprised they made a sequel i mean yeah i didn't know there was a paddington really? one <laughs> I remember those books. Weren't <laughs> yeah. they books as a kid? They were like books. They were books, and I think they were like uh, cartoons on PBS or something. Something, yeah. Uh, oh, was that Bad Bar? Okay, I want a Bad Bar movie. Oh, Bad Bar, damn! I, I love Bad Bar. Some, that's some old shit, damn. <laughs> that's some old shit. I know. <laughs> uh, number six. Wow, number six is Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Ooh. Yeah, yeah it's it's a nice little drop it's doing there. Uh, number six is Insidious: The Last Key, kind of falling down. Number eight, we have Proud Mary. Okay, okay. is that out already? I was, I was, that's out already. I was rooting oh. for the rise begins. I wanted to see what she was going to do with that. So number ten is respectable for that, you know. Uh, number nine, we have Pitch Perfect three still hanging in there for some reason. And number ten is Darkest Hour. The hell is that? Oh, I want that's that Gary Oldman as uh as Churchill. Looks good. I want to see it. It's another one of those Oscar, oh, Oscar yeah, movies. Yeah, I'm more interested in that than I am the Post. Yeah, I mean, I, I check out the post. I hear it's good, you know. But, mm. but yeah, I want to. I want to see. I mean, Gary Oldman look. I mean, it looks like a good movie. It just looks cool, you know. It's just this. Tom Hanks in the post, right? Yeah, that's a Spielberg. Tom Hanks. I think Meryl yeah. Streep is like, in Tom it. Hanks is too safe. Yeah, I understand he's a box office draw. I understand he puts his bust in the seats, but he's too safe. That's my thing. He's, I don't know. Yeah, he's everyone's favorite white guy. He really is. He's my favorite white guy. I mean, but he's still too safe. 
now, back to what we were talking about. Well, before we get there, let's go down to uh, Star Wars Last Jedi. I just look at the box office numbers are right now because, like I said, it's... I mean, like I said, I know the movie's been out for a while, but with it not even top 10 right now, and it's barely even buzzed this last time we talked about it. Eli, we're looking at uh, 12... Well, uh, one th- $1,269,95, uh, $1,200, $1,200,000, uh, basically, to round it off. So that's where it's at right now. Still hanging in there. Still was the number movie of 2017. I just, I expected more. That's yeah. just me. Yeah, I, yeah, I think everybody did. Um, yeah. It, it makes you I, wonder, is the Star Wars bubble about to burst? That's the thing. All it, all it takes is one movie to burst the bubble. Pretty much. You know, I mean, it's like you were saying, I mean, Star Wars, you know, a year sounded cool, you know, a few years ago. (laughs) Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, I I think they could use a break, you know, but. Yeah, I mean, annualizing it like Call of Duty and Madden, it kind of takes the magic away from it. That's all. Yeah. So that's just me. Uh, now back to Jumanji. Let's talk about this. And then some big, uh, news in the story because, you know, people love to, uh, to bring this up. But Jumanji right now is at 676 million, which means it is outgrossed Justice League. <laughs> people love to bring that up. So, <laughs> so people were having a good laugh about that. And it was a bunch of posts about that. So like I said, since the rock is starring in Jumanji and he's supposed to be rooming his black Adam, you can say black Adam already killed Justice League ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> you know. What's funny is like all these, you know, comic book nerds that are that bitch about that get so vehemently you know, defensive when somebody starts ragging on comic book movies and how they're going to, like, fade away like Westerns, like the Jodie Foster shit. They get all pissed right. off. But then again, then they then shit like this happens. It's like, well, why didn't you go see Justice League again, asshole? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like, you're causing your own demise if, right if there. If you're such I mean, a defender that... of your cause, go see this shit again. Because... <laughs> Because you stop watching exactly. it, they're going to stop making it, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're too busy complaining about it on the internet and defending yeah. it on the internet instead of actually want to see the movie. Yeah. Oh, just wait till Avengers comes out. It'll fix everything. No, it won't. <laughs> wait. <laughs> the same situation. Now, I have a theory. I have a theory. Everybody's excited about Infinity War, right? Everybody's saying Infinity War's going to be the greatest movie of all time ever made and stuff like that. But here's my thing, Eli. I don't think Infinity War is going to break the Avengers box office. I don't think it's going to break Age of Ultron box office. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I can feel it myself. I mean, as much as I want to see it, and I like these movies, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, you're, the thrill is gone. Like, right. you know, Aven- the first Avengers, nothing like that ever happened. And it just happened to right. work, and it worked well. And we've been riding that high ever since. And there's been a few movies that have captured you know, that spirit, but, you know, out of how many movies? I mean, there's how many movies? I, I, I don't think you can, I don't think you can recapture Avengers. But like, I'm not yeah. talking about the quality of the movie and acts like it, just that feeling. I don't think you can. Not yeah. in, not in our, not, I won't say lifetime, but, you know, generation. I feel like that generation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I definitely Avengers 1 defined the last 10 years of superhero movies. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, there's been a couple sporadic ones that were pretty cool that sort of yeah. were on par with, you know, Avengers quality. But yeah, they didn't make as much money, but they, you know, that there's only like a handful out of how many movies that are just kind of mediocre and okay. You know, there's for right. every, for every, you know, 
Avengers, there's how many Doctor Stranges in Ant-Man, you know, movies. Right. Just, eh, you know. <laughs> You're like, they're, they're okay. Yeah, so they're okay. Like, it's, they're entertaining. Yeah. I mean, then yeah, I, I like, it, I like but... comic books, and they got comic book shit. I can say, hey, hey, look at that shit. I recognize that because I read it in a comic, and that's cool to see it on right. the screen. But did it move us the way, you know, the first Avengers did or Winter Soldier did? No, you know. <laughs> no, just, just another movie you saw on your left. That's yeah. it. You know. And Wonder Woman was yeah. doing awesome until the last act, till it turned into every other superhero. You know? <laughs> and and that's the thing. It's it's twenty eighteen now. Can we admit that Wonder Woman was not this flawless movie everybody makes it out to be? I yeah. I even said it so. It seems I like was, people yeah. are afraid to admit that. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Yeah, I mean women finally got a superhero. You finally got this feminist icon on screen and that's great. That's right. awesome. Because it, it, right, because it makes it makes me feel like an ass asshole if I say anything negative about that movie, but it has some negative parts to it. Yeah, yeah, the last act, it turns into BBS, basically. <laughs> yeah, it turned into a video game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm watching People complained about the, again, the shit CGI you know? villain, it had a shit CGI villain. Yeah. yeah. And she gets wrapped up in tape treads and shit, like... <laughs> right, and that's when I hear this Oscar buzz going around, I'm like, really? Wonder Woman? Like, yeah. no, like, like, it was the first good DC movie, but let's... Uh, Let's calm down a little bit. Like, if there is going to be an Oscar Award nominated superhero movie of last year, it's going to be Logan. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no way Wonder Woman will be over Logan. I, don't I mean, see it was, happen. yeah, it was refreshing to see a superhero with empathy and compassion and, you know. And then that, I agree. Like, it, it the, was the that, concept. Yeah, you know, that was cool. And it worked, it worked for half the movie. Just the second half, it just got murky and. You know, it, turned, it felt yeah. like they were like, okay, now we gotta, we were doing good, but now we gotta throw in all this other comic book tropes yeah. to please whoever. I don't know who the fuck they thought they were pleasing, but they like just throw this shit in. So yeah, and like it, it just ran out of ideas. It's not so. a bad movie, but it's not. Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, it's not as great as people are making it out. Like some classic great movie like that. Like yeah. I didn't walk out like, oh man, like like Avengers and it's like that. It wasn't anything like that, you know. Yeah, I still like it. I still thought it was a hell of a and, lot and of fun. Thing, I like it was a. <laughs> Good movie. Yeah. That's it. That's all I can say about it. You know? yeah. uh, but back to Jibunji. Okay. Now, like I said, uh, Eli, you haven't seen it yet, have you? I have not. Okay. You have not seen it. Now, here's the thing. Going into the movie, I liked it. I really liked the movie. Uh, the movie had heart to it. Uh, they call it Jumanji 2, but honestly, it's it's all window dressing. Like, honestly, this any connection it has to Jumanji it's basically just like, oh, this guy did that, and oh, this guy did that. Two or three rewrites, this movie actually would have nothing to do with the original Jumanji movie. Like, it could have been its own thing, but let's face it, you gotta put branding on it, you gotta put marketing on it to sell the movie. You know, that's what they did with that. As far as the characterization of it, like the actors that were in it, I like the, like, they start off as teenage kids. I like the teenage kids that was building them up and building up how much they don't, you know, like each other and don't, you know, uh, connect, communicate with each other. And then when they turn into, you know, the actors of the movie, you know, you could feel it. Like you got Rock being this nerdy kid, but he's the Rock. And, and Kevin Hart is playing this, this football jock bully, but he's Kevin Hart. So, but the thing is, the kids, it takes a while for them to realize that. So halfway through in the movie, you got Kevin Hart bullying the Rock. It's, and it's funny that you see it <laughs> until the kid starts to figure out, wait a minute, I'm the Rock. <laughs> Kevin Hart can't bully me. So at the while, you start seeing the shift and the change stuff like that and he started being more confident and you kind of like that and it's even funny like you got Karen Gillian you know she was playing like the the the, the female nerd 
the wall press like that, but then she turned into, you know, Karen Gillian, you know, all Karen Gillian and all stuff like that. So when the rock, you know, there's like this little love triangle, well, not love triangle, but kind of like shipping back and forth, flirting, going on with them. And the rock just can't even believe it that, you know, she likes him. She's like, wait, what? And it's kind of funny seeing the rock, you know, oh, this girl likes me? Really? <laughs> no. You know, stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you this. Jack Black steals the movie. Like, oh, just yeah. flat out steals the movie. He just takes the movie and run away with it. Like, that's all you think about when you watch the movie. Like, he's playing this stuck-up Instagram, Snapchat teenager that's just all about herself. And, you know, just the whole world revolves around herself and that's it. So when she becomes Jack Black, Jack Black is acting like this Instagram teenage, you know, female. Yeah. And he does it so well, you forget you're looking at Jack Black. <laughs> like, all you see is a female, like, a, a teenage female. Like, it's it's insane. Like, he had some funny parts to it. Just the way he was acting, everything he was doing. It was just like, that's just like, like you forget you look at Jack Black. So, yeah, they, the movie was awesome. Another thing I like about the movie is that it had a whole bunch of video game tropes going on in it, which, you know, I love that type of shit. NPCs, and then it had uh, Kevin Hart running around as the pack mule while he does just carry weapons for the rock while he's running around killing everybody and i've done that shit in video games before with the 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 partner you have where you just give them the bullshit weapons and the herbs and the life potions oh, where you yeah. carry around the shotguns and the uzis and shit so you look badass you know it was cool karen Gillan was paying like a base like a lar croft rip off stuff like that so all, all, all that was pretty interesting uh the story of it like the actual video game story and the plot they were doing it, that was almost inconsequential. It didn't even really matter. You just know they're in the video game, they're having fun, and they're learning about themselves, and that's it. And at the end of the movie, I'm going to tell you, the movie had a message, Eli. The movie had, like, a real message away from it. Okay, they're video game characters, right? And, you know, video game characters used to have, like, three lives in the game, stuff like that. And doing their three lives, they have their, you know, they're just brave and heroic and just do everything they want to. But when they get down to their one life, then they start getting scared. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I can't do this. I only have one life. And then, you know, one of the characters tell the other one, it's like, that's all you ever have is one life. i like, oh, oh shit. Damn. And he sat back and made me think about it. i like, that's some deep shit, you know. <laughs> so, you know, you took away some stuff from the movie, man. I, I like, I really appreciate that for what we were trying to do. Uh, yeah, they shoehorn Jumanji's name on this movie just to sell it. But, hey, I can't really get mad at them for that. They did it. I give the score overall movie four out of five. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... Because they did have a shit villain, but like I said, with the way they were telling the story, the shit villain almost don't even matter in these movies, you know. So, what is next on the agenda? Can we move on to the other news we have? Uh, whatever we got. Whatever we got. I don't think we have much, but we can start with this. Let's talk about Stan Lee. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, we gotta talk about. <laughs> yeah, we gotta talk about Stan. Uh, okay. Yeah. So apparently, you know, the father of modern age. Age or we could just talk comics. about the Vikings again. Should we talk about the Vikings? <laughs> <laughs> and the, the way they did uh, the New Orleans Saints is almost the same story. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, like I said, Stanley is on the fire because they say he groped uh, one of his nurses in there and he made an inappropriate comment to her or maybe a proposition to her. And, yes, she came on the fire and saying Stanley did this, Stanley do that. Maybe Stanley has fired back with his people saying that she didn't do that. This is just a, a story to take him down, and I don't, I don't know, Eli. This is this is this is a whole mess. I don't like the stuff. Like Can I give my thoughts on this whole thing? Sure. Okay. Like I said, this whole thing with it, it's exactly what you said, Eli, a month ago. They're gonna start off with good intentions, 
and it's going to turn into a witch hunt. And that's exactly what's going on right now. It's turned to a witch hunt where if you do anything, everybody's cracking down on you. Yes. Stan Lee, maybe he did it. Maybe he didn't do it. I don't know. All I know is that he's 95 years old. If he can still get it up, hey, I'll give the dude a round of applause. Good job for you, Stan Lee. Uh, uh, and he's 95 years old, man. You can't just say no to a 95-year-old dude probably having dementia. Like, well, that's, come that's, on. That's what this story makes because, you know – yeah, he's 95 years old, but I've seen him like interviews and stuff. He still seems like he's pretty well put together. You know, so but True. this this story makes him sound like a senile old fucking insane bat, you know? Right. <laughs> like walking around naked and you know like what the, like it doesn't sound Ready like my sponge bath. Yeah, like, <laughs> it doesn't sound like the Stanley that I not that I know him personally, but that I've right. seen out there that goes to conventions, that makes all these, you know, uh, uh, cameos and these interviews we've seen him and how devoted he was to his wife till the end who just passed away, you know, earlier right. this year. I mean, it just doesn't sound like him. And I, I mean, but you know what they see, Eli, never meet your heroes. Yeah, I mean, that is true. But then again, isn't this it's it's from an anonymous source and they went to some tabloid rag to break the story so Something like that because it's stanley they know it's a juicy story get throw it in there some people are saying this is a sabotage effort to try to take down black panther i didn't say it <laughs> i didn't say it just because we're gonna say it's some kind of campaign oh get all oh, yeah. stanley that's, removed you know yeah get because that's the internet's uh you know this the millennial uh uh, uh solution to everything boycott Everything. Boycott everything, right? <laughs> yeah, we replaced Stan yeah. Lee with, and, never, with never mind Johnson. all the innocent people that worked on this fucking movie that got exactly. paid, that will be getting paid for this shit. <laughs> exactly, and see, and that's the thing. Like when, when all the Harvey Weinstein shit happened and all the Kevin Spacey bullshit happened, uh, you had all the people defending this bullshit, and you were some real assholes defending that bullshit they were doing. Where's the line stop? It's a slippery slope. Where do we stop? This is where we stop. We stop right here. Nobody's believing this bullshit with Stan Lee. Even if Stan Lee had, even did the bullshit they said he doing, we're still not going to go with it. We're not going to digitally remove Stan Lee from every movie we ever did. We're not going to scratch his name off of Fantastic Four number one or X-Men number one because he grabbed the CNA's ass and he's 95 years old in a nursing home. That's where the line stops. Some crimes. Okay, we're not saying Stan Lee is a perfect person. And nobody's saying he should be. Maybe he did it. Maybe he didn't do it. If he did do it, okay, he fucked up. You make some people make fuck up mistakes. I made a fuck up yet, not grab a chick ass or anything like that. But I'm pretty sure yesterday I made some kind of fuck up in the back that might bite me in the ass two or three days from now. It happens. Sometimes you just got to just move on with it and stop, you know, uh, taking everything too far. But that's what the Internet does. They just take everything too far. Can I bring up another uh, incident? Not with Stan Lee. Okay. Or somebody else. Okay. The other incident we're going to bring up is with uh, actor slash comedian uh aziz azari am i saying oh, right? yeah 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 same thing is kind of happened going with him he was at a party with the girl they connected they went back to his place mm-hmm. they had some more drinks apparently something went down where well she went down on him <laughs> well you no know, he went down on her he went down on her and they said it was consensual nothing happened there and it was okay so like that then all of a sudden she said he said something where he wanted to take it to another level that she something she wasn't comfortable with. I don't know what the hell he said. Animals, 
pole, pickles, <laughs> hamsters. I don't know what the fuck he did. Anyway, she said, oh, you're just like everybody. Else. And she got up and left and said that she was, you know, sexually whatever. Deviant or whatever. I don't know whatever it was. Anyway, so they basically no, throwing I'm this. No, I'm not gonna stick the toaster in my ass. <laughs> Fuck right. you, you're fucked up. You know, let's destroy I mean, his career was, now. They can go into detail, but that's what made it sound like. You know, yeah. he like he's the really freaky deaky shit. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, and that that's that's yes, that's a slippery slope because you know that's, I've been but, I've been there. I've you know <laughs> been where I'm like, hey. I tried to make a move and she didn't want it. And like, okay, I backed off, you know? Right. And that's the thing. Sometimes I, you just got, sometimes you just got to follow a little signal sometimes. Okay. Like I, said. I mean, I, you know, Hey, yeah, she was with me in my bedroom, sitting with me on my bed. I thought, right. she, I thought she liked me. So <laughs> right. now you have to get vertical set for everything. I and, and send like, you okay, an email yeah. and two forms of ID before I make a move on you. Okay. And I, you know, and I'd like to think that I didn't, Make her feel threatened, and she's going through trauma ever since then. <laughs> you know, especially since I still know her and I'm still friends with her, and we It'll have probably life happen now. five years from now. <laughs> Me too. He, yeah. Eli did this. Yeah, <laughs> I was too he, scared to say it at the time. He tried to kiss he me in the toaster. And yeah, <laughs> he tried to kiss me, and I didn't want to. And oh, I'm, I'm having nightmares ever since. I mean, thanks a lot. You know, <laughs> <laughs> make you feel better about the situation. Yeah. <laughs> You know, because uh, I'm thinking that's what happened. But it's, it's like you said, I mean, yeah, which is going out and all this stuff all, going on with Stanley. Yeah, with if that's, yeah, if that's all it was, then you know, big deal. But yeah, it's not like. But, but it's the thing they're, they're dragging this guy through the mud. Yeah, I mean, they're killing his career over this shit. Yeah, if 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 it was, it's not you know, it, it, when there's non-consensual assault, that's that's yeah, that's where that's not good, you know. Right. And you know? that's what I'm saying, that this Me Too movement is they're, they're tripping their own self up. They're, they're, uh, they're hurting their own self going after this this little shit, like Stanley, 95 years old, nursing her and grabbing a CNA ass, or this shit where basically it sounds like Aziz has already just had a bad sex night. That's what it well, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it's like the sound like, oh, all men are just walking hard-ons, waiting to stick it in anything. Right. You know? <laughs> At <laughs> right. any given point, and but you then know. you, but it's making it's cheapening stuff like, you know, uh, Har- Harvey Weinstein yeah. and everybody in his, uh, you know, camp, Brett Ratner, uh, Kevin Space stuff he's doing, or even the stuff I I told you, I sent you the other day about uh, Eliza Dushku. Yeah, yeah, or Al. Now Frank- that shit she went through, that's some shit we need to be. That's why is that shit not making news? Yeah, and that's fucked up because that's like that was Arnold Schwarzenegger's stunt double. You know, that's yes. <laughs> <laughs> for everybody don't know what we're talking about, let me, <laughs> let me paint the picture of what's going on. Eliza so Dushku had a, a, a post. If you know who she is, she, like I said, she was on True Lies. Buffy. She was Faith on Bus- Buffy. Yeah. You know you know who she is. She was uh, a bunch of other movies also. Anyway, she made a Facebook post the other day, which is actually still up, about how on the set of True Lies, she was sexually molested at the age of 12 by a Hollywood stuntman, which, like, like Eli said, Arnold Schwarzenegger stuntman. And they say he'd been grooming her for years, you know, grooming her the entire time. The parents didn't know anything about it. And so the whole time I'm doing the set of the show, they were having sex. So he, he was 36 at the time. She was 12. Nobody's talking about that. They're talking about this bullshit with Aziz, Aziz, Aziz uh, fucking his name up, having a bad sex night and 95 year old Stanley grabbing an ass. But they're ignoring this shit over here, which is 
that and that's a problem. Yeah. We're going. I don't know, Eli. It's what, it's what you said, Eli. It's exactly what you said. It's, well, it's, like, it's like, yeah, it's like they're nitpicking, you know, little subtle behaviors. Yes. Yeah. You know, they're, they're and, raping. And they're going after but, what, what brings, what brings news. Like I said, if this, if, uh, if it was on a Schwarzenegger that did this shit to Eliza Gadushku, this should be all over the news. Since it's some guy nobody knows about, it's not newsworthy. Yeah. And it's like, or, it's, or she hasn't made a movie in a while. She's not newsworthy. And it's like it's it's again but, this whole thing about holding people to higher standards that are impossible to meet. Like, yeah, he made a mistake. Yeah, men will make a mistake. Everybody will make a mistake. But yeah, a man on a date will you know think you know some things and are desiring some things. And when you know if it's not you know consensual, then. Then yeah, then that's what you have to look at, and that and his behavior after that should be accountable for whatever, you know. Right. And it's like they're trying to control everything. Now you have to have total respect for women, and not they're not sexual objects. And I, 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 it's like I don't know what they're trying to go for. Like what do you right. what, what do you what, how am I supposed to for. how am I supposed to act now? Am I not supposed to look at an ass? When I see one oh, on the street, like, am I, Eli, you know? can, can I be honest? Can I be brutally honest? Can we just forget about this PC shit for a second? Can I be honest? Yeah. Okay. Let me, um, disclaimer, snowflakes. <laughs> okay. Go find so, your safe space. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So if I, if you take a woman back to your house or your apartment or your place or a hotel room after you've been partying and drinking, maybe doing some other substances and you're alone after 10 o'clock 12 o'clock two o'clock three o'clock what yeah. do you expect to happen there yeah the same yeah the same fucking you know you're not in grade school you're not in a clubhouse you know right. <laughs> you're not gonna go back and read comics you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? i mean I, what happened, I, I don't even do that with my, my my male friends hey dude want to come back to my <laughs> To my room at three o'clock right. in the morning? No. <laughs> right. It's like when, when Mike Tyson, like everybody wants to look at Mike Tyson as this, you know, this monster where he kind of turned into a monster anyway. But it's what happened when he went there. Like I said, he he was after a fight. He saw a groupie. They went back to his hotel room at 12 o'clock midnight. She said the next day he raped her. I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? Like Mike Tyson even said, in, in you know, in court. I thought she wanted to fuck like that was his, you know, legal statement on there. So I'm like, when you go back to this thing, what do you expect? Now, like I said, Harvey Weinstein, asshole, you know, Brett Ratner, asshole. But if you're a hot, attractive actress and you go back to read lines or go over a script at Harvey Weinstein's place at 12 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, and you're the only one there, it's not a party and you're going by yourself. What did you think is going to happen? Now, see, that's something they would be calling victim which that, that, I, I, that's exactly I, what I'm saying. Yeah, I have a problem with that. It's like, yeah, there's one. Yeah, it. She shouldn't be blamed for getting assaulted. Yeah, that's not cool. It's it, the, the asshole's fault for doing it. I agree 100. percent But also, there's precautions. You know, you don't yell at the car for getting into an accident when you weren't wearing a seatbelt. It's like, if there's a precaution, you know, there's some things you gotta be safe. You know, common <laughs> sense in a situation. Yeah, it's like, like okay, I, I, you know, I, yeah, just because 
you know, you not, bring up not those just things. saying that you, right. Not yeah. to say you're obligated to have sex. Not saying you will have sex. But let's be honest. Sex is on the table. Yeah. That's there. I, Even if you just work colleagues and stuff like that. You know, sex is on the table. It is a possibility. It might happen. That's that's all I'm saying. You know, now, I'm not saying now, like I said, Harvey Weinstein still an asshole for everything he did. Yeah. Rip Ratner still an asshole for everything he did. But I'm just saying, what did they think was going to happen when they put themselves in these situations? Yeah, that's what I have a problem it's, it's with. Like, it's like a guy. It's like Let's let's flip it because whenever we bring up a woman, then it becomes a victim. I'm sorry, snowflakes. That's what happened. So let's flip it situation to a man. Now, like I said, let's say a man is married, you know, and he is invited over a co-worker's house at 12 o'clock at midnight or 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. You know, it doesn't matter what happens. Do you if nothing happens, do you think his wife is going to believe him? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if it's a situation like that where a woman won't believe a man in the situation, why does she think a woman uh, like it should be OK, vice versa? Why is that double standard there? Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, I'm all for the, you know, women standing up and calling attention to the issue and, you know, being brave enough to come out against this shit and the victims that are actual actual victims of. Right. traumatic but like I said, that violence, least, you know, they, like they, they should, should that was some great shit. Yeah, yeah, they should come out and say that and we should believe them. I'm all for that. It's just what where do we go from here? I think we all have to take a look at ourselves and like, okay, what 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 can I do? What behaviors have I done in the past that could be questionable now? You know? And I think we right. all have that. You know, and I think I think that's what this issue is calling. I mean, this whole thing with Aziz and Azari or whatever his name is. I mean, yeah, it's like it made me look like, hey, I was in that same position. No, I didn't get to go down on her like he did. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but, you know, I've been in those positions before. Like, "Hmm, hey, does does she like what what can a man do to not be caught in that situation? You know, if I'm having fun at a girl with the party and invite her back to my place, how do I make sure I don't find myself in the situation he did? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, he 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 was he made me feel he cornered me and all like, like you you can't you came to my place, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> it's not like I barged into your place or anything like that. Or yeah. I came in uninvited, just whipped it out. Then I understand that. Yeah. You know. You know or if or not, if you're at a party and you're back there by yourself and I just come into the back room with you, something like that. that that's a different story, you know. Yeah. But I, if I invite you back to my place, that's I don't know. Yeah, so I think... Like, can we move on to something before this is our last show? Yeah. Before Ryan <laughs> just can't... Like, fuck this. I'm going to cancel this shit. Like, this is going to be the first show he hears this year. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's all he last fall, Ryan. <laughs> anyway. I'm just going on. on the record. I, I totally support the Me Too and the Time's Up moment. I, 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 I do, do also. I support all that, but... I do. Let's... Yeah, I, I support all of it. And ladies, if you get in a situation like that, guys, if you get in a situation like that, call it out. You know, definitely. You know. Yeah. But I'm just saying, don't 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 just go after everybody. Yeah. Well, not like this is like I said, the Aziz Azari situation. You're probably gonna destroy this man's career over some bullshit. That's all I'm saying because he's getting caught up in the Me Too or Al, situation. the whole Al Franken situation. You know, the yeah. senator. Uh, you know, I, he. You know, I, I read an article about the, this the, this woman who wrote it. She was she was a rape victim. 
she right. talked about all the trauma she went through, and she totally called out that chick. Was it Shannon Tweed? Gene Simmons' wife, you know, from Kiss, who called oh, called her out. I, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm from the '80s. I know who Shannon Tweed is. Yeah, <laughs> who who <laughs> she was the one who accused Al Franken of the sexual misconduct, and was like, "You're not a victim, Miss Shannon Tweed." You were on a set. You were doing a skit or a play or whatever it was, some commercial or whatever the fuck it was, some yeah. thing and you know, wherever the hell they were doing it. It's like some scop comedy routine, and he was being a little, you know, flirty or whatever the fuck, and whatever the fuck it was, and, you know, that's not rape. <laughs> that wasn't right. rape. He shouldn't have had, he shouldn't have had to give up his seat on the Senate over this shit. Now... We have one less cool dude in the government because of this exactly. shit. You know what I mean? The assholes that, that are doing is, this shit are still in office. Yeah. And other man was doing this shit. And this is what I have an issue with. You know, there's a there's rape actual rapist predator assholes who need to be ruined. And then there's, you know, dudes who just make mistakes. You know. Right. There's a fine a huge, you know, margin between them. And let's not put them all in the same fucking category because they're not, you know. So I agree with you. I agree with you. Let's move on. Oh, one more thing I want to talk about. Them to leave us alone. They're they're going after T.J. Miller also. Yeah, I heard something about that. I it heard was, about that. They're, they're, they're going talking after about should everybody. he be removed from the Deadpool franchise? Should he be digitally removed from Deadpool too? You know all this shit. So yeah. I didn't get a chance to read what bullshit he had going on, but that whatever. Well, it's, we it's like about I said, it's everybody because everybody's probably done some stupid shit in the past. Yep. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, so like I said, we just got to examine ourselves and, you know, and correct those behaviors moving forward. Yeah. But but how do we correct the behaviors? There's nobody giving us an example on what to do. Yeah, <laughs> that that <laughs> is question. Yeah. So like only after we do it, then. They know we did something wrong, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, hey, don't hey, bring ladies, a girl back to my apartment at the party. Hey, know? hey. So, hey, ladies, if 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 you want to have sex, you better let us know. <laughs> right. From, from now on. <laughs> I need you to sign here, here, and here with this non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> now let's do this, girl. Because <laughs> yeah. this is going to be the end of the human race. People are going to be afraid to have sex, and we're not going to procreate right. anymore. You'll <laughs> be like Demolition Man. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Moving past that, let's move on now. Like I said, uh, the Avengers Four, Avengers Four has officially wrapped production. Oh, okay, four. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. The Russo brothers have uh posted a cake online where they have a wrap party stuff like that, and I thought that was pretty cool. You know, uh, people were looking at the signs of the cake to see if they can get any kind of clues or anything like that, and what they see is that it's, it's like I said, it's Infinity Stones and it's Thanos in the cake, but there's three hands. That are holding up the cake, you know, bursting out of the cake and holding up. Uh, one of the cake is easily Black Widow. You can easily see Black Widow's hand there. Uh, the other two hands are kind of hard to see. One of them looked like Iron Man, and the third hand, I honestly I can't tell who it is. I, I don't know who it is. Some people are thinking that may be a clue of who might you know get off in the movie. You know, okay. you know, so so they're I don't know. so like Star Wars, they're fucking making all these theories and. And if they're not met, then they're going to be this piece of shit fucking movie. <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. They go crazy about these fan theories of like that instead of just enjoying the movie. It's almost like they want to spoil the movie for themselves, you know. 
just enjoy the movie. Just enjoy the ride. See what happens. Oh, next topic. Let's move past that one. And I know we just went from another one racy topic. Can we move to another even racier topic? Fuck it. You know, let's do it. Let's go for it. That's going to be the not, the not safe for work episode. <laughs> so apparently Pornhub. Oh, <laughs> yeah. let me, let me finish this. <laughs> Okay. I was like, you know, when you sent me that link, I was like, what the fuck? Is Leroy like fucking rubbing one out and accidentally sent me this? <laughs> like, you can check this out. No, no. This Harley Quinn and Black Widow. Like, no. <laughs> it was a news article. Yes. I was like, what? Pornhub? And the thing it did. I was like, okay. oh, oh, this is the worst porn ever. Story. What the hell is he getting? <laughs> Oh, you see his stats and charts and shit. Like, like a script for the new porn film. Damn, Leroy's a super nerd. Damn. <laughs> oh, pie charts. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> All these big five-syllable words. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, okay. Let me get back to what we're talking about. <laughs> so, apparently, Pornhub has just put out their year-end statistic of 2017. And the reason this is important because they oh shit. And some more information on him I'm gonna read also, but I'll read that out to you also. Oh uh, apparently they released uh all of their information on it for last week year's stats and figures and all stuff like that. But like I said, related to this, in the video game news, what they the information they put out is they're saying that the number one device that people use to watch Pornhub is the PlayStation 4. Really? Yeah, that is, and that's actually been that way for years. Like when when the PlayStation Three was out, the PlayStation Three was the number one uh, device people used to watch Pornhub, like the over PC. I didn't even I you know it never occurred to me that I could do that with my PS. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people say like, "What well, you can do that?" Like, yeah. Well, it's in, well, it's also in the living room where I, <laughs> where everybody. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of traffic talking, through there. You know, <laughs> right. Oh, hi there, kids. I didn't see you. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm worried about my kids. I'm walking in on them in the living room. <laughs> so apparently, yeah, but some other information we can put on them. I'm trying to see what other information we have here. All uh, that, that article. So yeah, all that article showed me was like there's a bunch of porn that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to so say they have so much detail in it. They, it's insane how much information they have Pornhub on there. It's it's really turning into exactly what we thought it was going to turn into. People are learning our, our patterns. And the fact that people know this much stuff about, like, the Internet sexual behavior, that's kind of scary. Yeah. I don't know. I'm changing the look. I even looked at it one time. They said, like I said, the number one uh, country that, you know, watches porn is, of course, United States. Uh, they said the the state that watches the most porn is Mississippi. <laughs> well, there you yeah. go, Leroy. And we Good have nothing else to do that. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> it's 15 degrees outside. What do you expect? <laughs> uh, uh, Hong Kong is pretty proud out there also. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and I was going to get into all the other stuff, like which is the most searched ones. And I honestly, it's so much information, I can't even find that stuff, so I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, that means... Said, can we move on to the comic book section? <laughs> sure. 
Okay. <laughs> so odd segue, but we can go from there. Eli, I'm gonna let you go first. I know you had a, a, a issue you wanted to talk about. So whichever issue you want to talk about first, we can go with that. You, which you want me to go to first? Uh, yeah, you can go first. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah. Well, I do have. I read a lot of indie books. Um, courtesy of Outright Geekery. Shout out. What up? <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't want to shout the name out of the episode. <laughs> but um, the first book I'll mention is uh, Days of Hate. It's a book by put out by Image. Uh, written by Aless Lott with art by Daniel Sezej and Jody Belair. Um, okay. Now this is a it's it's a, a book uh, near distant future and it's like this uh, America is going through like this new civil war. So there's like this white supremacist police state, you know, governing the country. And then there's these like uh, these guerrilla armies out to uh, liberate the people. And um, the story focuses on these two women. They're ex-lovers. So they're gay, which, you know, in this uh, police state that is frowned upon. Outlaw. Okay. Yeah. So um, one of them ends up joining the guerrilla army and is carrying out all these bombings of a redneck bar. These like redneck bars and shit. And um, – and the the, the uh, her her ex girlfriend is being questioned by these like these fascist Nazi authorities. They're like the new FBI, but they're like Nazis. They remind me of uh, what's that alt right guy leader? They remind me of him. <laughs> he he looked like him. Not David Duke. Not um, David Duke. The other guy, uh, Spencer. His name's Spencer or something. Um, got it. But yeah, he's like the, the like the new FBI, but they're like the fascist Bureau of Investigation or whatever the fuck. It's like that, and he's basically questioning her trying to find out information on her ex-lover who is a part of this you know quote-unquote terrorist cell so that's kind of the first issue it just sort of introduces this world and this uh and you know and this um and these characters but the but the story is very character driven um we find out about the you know their motivations and it goes into the idea of hate and what drives people's prejudices and um and their hatred, not on only a like a socio political level, but also on a personal level, because we could, we get to find out about the relationship and that they that the one of them was pregnant at the time and the other one had gotten kicked out of her family because she was gay and so there's all this anger builds up and it leads to the breakdown of that relationship. So there's this resentment between the two. So it, it's, it just tackles the idea of hatred on all these different levels. So that was really interesting. Um, and the art is very gritty. Um, it's raw. It feels like a film noir thriller. So it's definitely making like a statement in our current political times. So Days of Hate. Check it out. I give it a four out of five. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, I guess I can go next. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What we're going to talk about is the next issue – we're going to talk about is Avengers 675. Avengers okay. 675. Like I said, I don't think we've uh, officially reviewed a new Avengers book on this podcast since we started this podcast. So, <laughs> you know, it's pretty cool to actually talk about them. A lot of people say, hey, I'm going to give you a little backstory in Avengers, even though you know about the Avengers. But the thing is, a lot of people consider that everything wrong with the with Marvel nowadays, you can kind of pinpoint it directly at the Avengers, you know, and comic book wise. You know, like I said, the 
political effects and identity politics and the isms and blah 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 and like that. You look at the Avengers roster, you have it. Black Spider Man, Girl, Thor, Asian Hulk, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's right there. But like I said, Marvel said they're gonna change all that and they're gonna revamp the Avengers. So like I said, instead of stopping the Avengers, canceling them and restarting them the next year and stuff like that, they decided to do like they did with other relaunch titles and started back to six seventy five. Uh, well, they started with 672, but not 675. But starting at 675, they're actually going to have an Avengers book every week. Every week will be another Avengers book, and they're starting a, I think they said a 16 part storyline. Now, it better not be, they better no not surrender. be 399. They better drop that price then. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Avengers. You will pay, you will pay to know what's for Avengers. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what's going on with the events right now. And like I said, with this storyline, basically how it starts off is that uh, it actually starts off in Texas. Uh, you got this this drug ring that's going on right now, and, and this undercover cop, you know, this undercover U.S. Ranger, something like that, uh, uh, takes down this drug ring, and it turns out that he's an ex Avenger. The ex Avenger he used to be is called the Living Lightning. You know, he's basically like the first Hispanic Avenger, some shit like that, or something like that. So you know. He takes down the drug ring, and one of the other cops come up to him and tells him, you miss the days of the Avengers? They're like, no, I don't. And it turns out the cop he was talking to turns out to be his boyfriend. Like I said, oh, yeah. this is one of the reasons people don't like the Avengers nowadays. I have no problem with it, but you know how comic book fans are. Moving past that, before they can lean in and kiss, whatever like that, they look at the sky, start sky start getting bombed, videos uh, are flying over the place, uh, everything's blowing up all over the place plays it feels like it's the end of the world so the avengers all over the world are trying to save it you got the the regular avengers in new york they're saving it and you got to remember nowadays if you read marvel comics everything is a fucking avengers book they got 50 million adventure teams right now so the book is pretty much every avengers team you can think of you got the regular avengers you got the the champions you got the the u.s avengers you got what was that team hawkeye and and, and red red dude oh occupy avengers I about them. They show up. Did I say that right? Red Wolf. Him. That's right. What racist was it? I'll let it slide this time. Okay. Yeah, I get one. Okay. Uh, we got the U.S. Avengers. We got. I'm missing a team. It's another team. Oh, the Uncanny Avengers. You know, with the mutants and slash X Men slash Avengers. Their Unity Squad right here. Um. Over in Wakanda, Black Panther, they're getting attacks in Wakanda. Uh, so this stuff is going all over the world. And for some reason, like Carol Danvers, she's in uh, in space, you know, with Alpha Light over satellites. And they try to, you know, give a, a shout out to her, like, Carol, come save us. We ain't hurt. But when she turns around, the Earth is gone. She's like, wait, what? What, what the hell just happened? Like, Earth's gone, Moon's gone, all gone. Can't see it. Turns out Vision did some kind of calculation and finds out that, oh, the Earth has been moved to a completely different part of the universe. Like, we're not in the solar system where we were anymore. We're somewhere else. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. So they're still looking around for that. Um, they think it may have something to do with the high evolutionary, may have replaced the Earth or like that. They don't know. They just think it and bombed and attacked the the Coliseum in Rome was getting blown up, and then all of a sudden Captain America shows up, like the real Captain America, the good Captain America, Steve Rogers, not evil and shit like that. He shows up trying to save people, stuff like that. But before he could do that, all it's like half of the Avengers roster all of a sudden just get frozen, turning like glass statues, like uh, silver statues, something like that. Cap, Black Panther, uh, the Champions, even the X Men for some reason get get trapped. Um, 
and they just get like frozen in in space one time. So then they send out an Avengers assemble to every single Avenger that is that is still around, past, present, doesn't matter. Stop the fuck you're doing. Get going. So again, we're talking about the Living Lightning, even though he hadn't been Avenger in like decades. He shows up to Avengers Mansion, you know, to see exactly what's going on. And then when they finally get there, Wasp shows up. Not not old Wasp, Wasp, the daughter Wasp, the new Wasp or whatever like that. She shows up. She's saying Jarvis has been injured. Jarvis. You got attacked in the hospital doing one of these attacks like that. They don't know if he's going to make it. We got to go rescue like that. So we don't know Jarvis life is hanging in the balance. I hope they don't kill Jarvis. This is my side thing. I, I like Jarvis. You know, yeah. keep Jarvis around. Don't kill. Him. Don't do that AI bullshit like you're doing in the movies. Don't do that. Uh, so all the Avengers are meeting there. They're talking. They don't know who's going to be the leader. Like I said, Captain America got taken out. Uh, so Rogue thinks she's going to be the leader, but she don't know how to do this shit because she's an X-Men. X-Men don't give a fuck about the shit because people die all the time anyway. But before the- they just say who brought them there. A voice turns around and tells them, I'm the one that brought you here. Now, for some reason, nobody recognizes who she is except for two people, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. They're the only ones to recognize her. Oh, it's my time you got here. And she was like, you know what they always say? Once an Avenger, always an Avenger. And when you when they go to the picture of her, it's remember that chick they were advertising for like the last two months? Uh, Voyager, whatever her name is. Okay. Her. It's her who has never been in Avengers book before. Never, ever. I, because I've been reading this shit and I know. But for some reason, she says once an Avenger, always an Avenger. And if you look at the Avengers statue, she's standing behind an Avengers mansion back, uh, background. She's on the statue with the other founding members of the Avengers. Okay. So, what the fuck's going on? I don't know. Obviously, some kind of huge retcon has been going on. We don't know who the hell she is. Scarlet Witch and 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 Quicksilver know who she is. So, obviously, she supposedly supposed to be an OG Avenger, but nobody knows who he is. A lot of people think that she was Wasp. She's not Wasp. Wasp was actually in the book we're talking about, flying around and shit like that, doing whatever, so she's not Wasp. Do, now, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, now, do you give a shit about what who she is? I sort of kind of do, but not really. Because I say, you, like, read, like, every Avenger book ever over the past Yeah, year. I, <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm going <laughs> back like, in the past. Do you, and, do you remember this chick? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. This is this is a complete hundred percent redcon. <laughs> so there was no Avengers chick other than Wasp that was on the founding statue of them. So that's why Marvel's making this like some kind of huge big deal redcon. So I'm, I'll be honest, like this: depending on who she is, will depend on if I give a shit or not. Because I'm not like these Star Wars fanboys who get over worked up with oh, is she Jar Jar this and. And Mace Wind do that. No, I'm going to sit back and you tell me who she is and see if this is an interesting story. If she's some just bullshit retcon made up character out of nowhere, I'm not going to care. But if it's an interesting twist, Peter Parker's mom. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know who she is. But like I said, it's the thing about the Avengers book, like I said, the Avengers books have gone down recently because they feel like they're run of the mill but they're telling the same story with different people but the same people you, you know what i'm saying like yeah. okay you still got a hulk you still got a captain america you still got a thor you still got a spider-man but it's not the ones we know but they're telling the same stories that they've been telling with the different people yeah like okay they fight kane oh they go fight the mole man oh they go fight Annihilus. It's nothing different they're doing with the stories. They're now, telling the is, same is stories. Kang, is Kang still a male or is he a female? <laughs> I'm trying to think. 
is it a female? He, yeah, he's he's still a male right now. They, they <laughs> haven't got around him yet. Because I've been reading Loki's some. Of, a female. Yeah, I've been reading some of that uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man books, and there's like a female Electro and a female. Uh, the, like all the Sinister Six are all a bunch of females now and lesbians. Like wow. <laughs> oh, and now Loki's a female now. I'm glad you brought that up. Loki's so. a female. Yeah. No shit. Actually, Loki's been a female for like a few years now. Oh. But is he, she hot? She... <laughs> now, see, you're trying to trap me. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna answer the question. <laughs> uh. Maybe little. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston has feminine features. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 like this a thing. They're not doing anything different. When I'm reading this story, it just feels like same old Avengers shit I've been reading. They're not doing anything different like they did when the the Brian Michael Bendis run, you know, where he put his street level and you know made the you know the bad guys the good guys and good guys the bad guys. Or when Jonathan Hickman you know took him out in space and into the world and did you know this shit. Like I said, this is Mark Wade and ever. Since Mark Wade has been on the book, that's when the Avengers books have gone to shit. And I noticed when those books have gone to shit, that's when the fans have started complaining. Here's my theory. And it's always been this theory, but this is this theory now. Like DC has always said, like their their company uh, lives and dies with Superman. If Superman is selling, their company is selling. Superman not selling, their company not selling. Like it, it doesn't matter what Batman is. Batman is always going to do what Batman is going to do. Everything he does rests on super, uh, Superman. The Marvel is the same way. If the Avengers books are selling, the Avengers books are good, Marvel's doing good. If the Avengers books are terrible, they're doing terrible. Like I said, this is the first Avengers book that I've seen in the top 10 in sales in a while. That's why we don't talk about them. Because nobody gives a shit what's going on in the Avengers books. You know, it's not like the, the, the Brian Michael Bendis run or like Secret Empire. Secret Empire fucking suck. Okay, we talk about this shit, but I'm talking about actual books. Nothing ever happens in those. Now, this is so, the new, is this the, this No Surrender? Is this like a new event now? Yes, it's the new event. Okay. <laughs> Even though they said they weren't going to do any more events. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone, like said, bitches about, every single- everyone bitches about how events suck and we hate events, yet this is the book that's selling. That it, exactly. <laughs> That's the whole thing they were saying like last year with Secret Empire. People hated Secret Empire, but Secret Empire was the number one book every year it came out. I mean, every month it came out. Yeah. That's why we kept talking about it. And now this story right here, they're doing it every week. Like, wow. Okay. So maybe I'll eventually care. I don't know. I don't care right now, but if it's a cool twist, maybe to get me into it. But like I said right now, the... the Mark Wade is just going through Mark, Mark. Mark Wade is not Kingdom Come. Mark Wade. This is not the Mark Wade we know. He, I feel like Eli. That's I feel, I feel like some of these writers that have been doing this shit for like decades, decades, decades. They're losing their <clears> stuff. <throat> they're oh, not. Yeah. They're not. You know. They're not giving us these classic stories like they used to. You know. They're just, just, just churning shit out. And like I said, and then Mark just, Wade they're, has they're his just own. They're just using their name now. It's just that you know. That's what they're doing. They're just using the name. Yeah. And like you said, uh, we said before, they are swapping out the characters. But if they were doing something interesting with these characters like Asian Hulk and Black Spider-Man, then I'd be cool with it. But you're just doing the same shit you've been doing. You're just doing it with different people. Yeah. You can do different stuff with these characters. They were doing this shit, you know, less than 10 years ago. They were doing interesting new shit nobody's ever seen with these characters. Now it's just like, just, just crank out another story and just keep it going. You know, I don't know. Yeah. 
But hey, that's Marvel. Number one, once again, <laughs> they're winning. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah, my rating. Uh, three point. Nah, fuck. <laughs> I'm thinking somewhere between the three or three point five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna narrow it down to. I'm gonna say three point five because of the twist. The twist does have me interested. Before I got to the twist, I didn't give a shit about this book. But I'm kind of sort of interested in seeing what the fuck is Voyager supposed to be. You know? So they, they haven't so, lost yeah, you we, yet. So. <laughs> not yet. They haven't lost me yet. All right. So, all right. But okay. I, I'll let you go on, okay. go on with the, the next book you have. So. Yeah, I got another indie book from Dark Horse. Giants. Okay. Giants number two. Um, this book is awesome. Uh, uh, number one was awesome. Uh, art and story by the Valderrama brothers. Okay. So, uh, um, yeah, this is a, it's a kaiju book. Um, it's a giant monster story where the earth has been like ravaged by these giant beasts and destroyed the world and shit. And the last remnants of humanity are now living underground, in, like these underground cave ghettos where, um, like these rival street gangs are roaming the cities and shit. And the book focuses on these two brothers who are, uh, trying to join one of the gangs, one of the one of the the the, the, the main gang, and to do so, they are uh, tasked with finding this um the, like the kaiju guts or whatever, the it's like the like stuff from inside the kaiju. I don't know if it's ta- kaiju turd or whatever, but it has energy and it can be weaponized, and um, the gangs are using it to like make weapons and shit. Um, so the bro- the brothers end up going up to the surface of the earth to find some of these, you know, giant monster turds. And they're, okay. a- a- of course, attacked by monsters and they get separated. So that was issue one. And issue two, it picks up, you know, where one of the brothers is found by, it turns out that there's actual people still living on the surface. And they figured out how to survive and they take him in. And they're showing him, like, the ropes and how to escape the big giant beast and shit. And the other brother goes back down to the underground with the monster turd and tries to join the gang. So so there's tensions building up. And I'm into it. The, the art, it, it looks like anime or manga art, like the whole Japanese anime art. And it's just a lot of fun. It's, it's uh, you know, you know, giant monsters and shit. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, yeah. if you do a kaiju book, you kind of want to mimic that. You know? Yeah, so Giants number two. Um, can't wait for number three. Five out of five. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the of first fun. five out of five, we gave it a while. We, we, don't, we don't really give five out of five on this episode, <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. First issue was okay. fun. So second, I, I like the world. I like, the, you know, the concept and... You know, who doesn't like big giant monsters destroying cities? <laughs> we are changing the name of this podcast to Get Dark Horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you, you got another one you want to want to talk about? Or? Um, I got a couple more, yeah. Um, I got uh, Evolution number three by Image. Um, okay. And this is – I've been reading this the last couple months. Yeah, it's number three now. This is a story by uh, James Asmus. Joseph Kitting, Christopher Zebella, Zabella, and Joshua Williamson, who you know who's writing the Flash. Right Joshua Williams, that's yeah, he, yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's done like Birthright, and uh, I believe he did Nailbiter, and he's writing the Flash right now. 
Uh, I believe he's oh, actually. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was yeah, I think he probably wrote one of those flash metal books, the one with the the, the red death or whatever. No, I think he wrote the button. The button, yeah, he the button too, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Art by uh, Joe Infineri and Jordan Boyd. Now this is a real cool story for anyone who likes like bloody splatter horror flicks, like The Thing or The Fly. It's got a real David Cronenberg uh, body horror style. Um, so this like virus is making people mutate into these gross monsters that look, you know, look like some creatures out of Resident Evil and shit. And um, the storyline it follows three separate like plots, like plot lines. Um, one involving a nun at the Vatican who witnessed the guy mutating into one of these monsters, and the priests and the higher up clergymen are trying to keep it under wraps, trying to silence her. So there's something fishy going on there. And then there's also this doctor in Philadelphia who is detecting the virus, and he's trying to expose it to the public, you know, get it out. And then there's these two girls who witness a guy killing one of these monsters. And these two girls, they're like horror film fans, and they collect rare horror movies. And um, they stumble upon a film that with, like, mo monsters that may not be actually a horror movie but actually real. So there's all these three different stories kind of converging on each, on each other. And the art is really cool. It's very gory and realistic. And, um, but this issue, number three, kind of slows down a little bit. Not much happens, just a bunch of exposition. It's one of those transition issues to get you to the next month. But it's still a great book. I'll give it a three out of five just because the, the pacing was slow. But it's still a cool story. Okay. okay. So, Sounds sound pretty interesting. Okay. And uh, my last one I got is Diablo House, number three. Now, this is that uh, new Tales from the Crypt. Type of, uh, I remember you, you, you talked about this yeah. before. Okay. Yeah. Number three, IDW, story by Ted Adams, art by the Santa Perez and Jay Photos. Um, and this continues to be a fun book. It's a total homage to the old EC horror comics like Tales from the Crypt, Vault of Horror, all that. Um, the Diablo House is where people go to uh, this like mansion, this like haunted mansion or whatever, to make deals with the devil to get their ultimate desire. And it's hosted instead of the Crypt Keeper. It's like this surfer, stoner surfer dude named Riley who leads you. He narrates the story or whatever. And in each month, it's a different horror tale. And this 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 issue, it follows a guy who loves race cars. And he has this uh, friend who's a girl that he grew up with. And they're always competing against each other. And he always loses. He's always She's always beating him in every race. So he goes to the Diablo house and makes a deal. To finally beat her in a race. And he does, but he ends up crash, she ends up crashing. And, um, he runs back to go save her and the car explodes and they both die. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, but what I like about these stories is how well structured they are. And I mean, it starts out with the guy's dad. We follow his dad as he goes off to World War II and he fights and he learns how to become a mechanic on tanks and he becomes a war hero and then he comes back from the war and he buys all these hot rods and he teaches his son how to work on cars and you know racing them and all that shit so it goes on this whole journey of these two generations of his family and that's just how it ends it, it can, it's like a sad ending and it actually really tragic and fucked up when you know and just how you know this issue was able to tell this complete story in a one shot is just Pretty cool. Really well done. And the art is really fun. It's really cartoony. It's like comic book campy horror. So, yeah, I give it a four out of five. It's just a fun fun horror book. Um, yeah, Tales from the okay. Crypt. 
So, now, who, who is the company with this one again? Yeah, IDW. IDW, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Wow, yeah. well-rounded. Okay, we've done everybody. Yeah. Have you seen uh, Tales from the Toad yet? I haven't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my to-do list. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, what if, when I was reading, I wonder if you ever watch Tales from the Toad. <laughs> and I get it. it's, it's it's on the do list. I will yeah. eventually get around to yeah. doing that. So yeah, so yeah, well yeah, it's a cheesy horror movie. You know, Tales from the Hood for anybody who hasn't seen it. Cheesy horror with with some social commentary. Yeah, yeah. we we definitely recommend it. Get a chance to say it. So uh, do we have anything le- else on the list? Left to I got all or? my books. I didn't read my my big two. I had a bunch of books on my pull list that I didn't Honestly, I looked at the big two. There was really nothing there. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple I had. I had, I, I, you know, I had like the Punisher and the detective on my list. I just haven't, I read all this other shit first. So. Yeah. It seemed like the, <laughs> the, the good shit is coming out like, like this week, you know? Yeah. So we'll have some stuff to talk about then. Until then, kind of hanging out. Like I said, if you, if you listen to it this long, definitely like, share, subscribe with, uh, uh comic book bullies. And with Outright Geekery all together, we have some other podcasts to talk about. We have, like I said, Eli's very own Geek Sav. We have uh, Ryan's own This Geeky Comic. They haven't, have they done anything in a while? Did they do one the other night? They, they've been kind of quiet. I don't know. We, we'll take a look at them to see. As the other ones we have, Hoodoo TV. We, we have uh, Instruments Destruction. We have Get Valiant. Get Valiant is live now. They're going fully live. So you can you know take a look at the beautiful mugs and, and see what you think about it. Pick out your favorite <laughs> one. Uh, uh, what do we have? Hulu TV. Pretty sure I forgot one, but that's okay. Uh, the link is in there. Definitely find out your favorite one. Uh, uh, tonight, we were going to talk about Black Lightning, but Black Lightning hadn't came out yet as of the recording of this podcast. So it'll definitely be on the next one, and I'll give my opinions of what I think about the, the first episode. I'll probably take a look at The Gifted also. Oh, yeah. Maybe not. The, I, I, I haven't watched the was it the season finale was last night season finale they said it was like two hours long yeah i haven't I watched it yet. like that so i should check it out yeah so i'm just gonna sit back and like, like absorb all the gifted because when i first started watching it was a very good show but you know uh, uh you work and kind of fall off with the schedule like that so sometimes yeah. you want to sit back and watch the stuff later on so i'll sit back and watch the whole thing and see how it goes from there so like i said you want to check us out next week and see what we think about Black Lightning and maybe the gifted, you know, definitely listen to us. Same bully time, same bully channel. I think that's going to be the uh, new catchphrase. Okay. And we will talk to you guys later. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Take him to church. I'm talking to Tabernacle. It's the return of the body snatcher. Walking the spot, made my woman smack. Woo. In a fruit fight. I aim at your Adam's apple. Pull up in the candy car. Eating the candy bar. My girl eating the candy apple. Yo. I line the ass up, I aim at that goozer All of these stones on my neck, uh, they must have licked the Medusa Pocket rebuke, of course, I draw some rims to court I put some twins before, I had a bins before This is the sin report, this is the murder, murder, path the burner, M Your money's shorter than the acronym, big body when I'm backing in Lottie Dottie got a bunch of bodies, nigga, fake a nigga, human trafficking I'm on the act uh, this ain't an accident uh, King like Akron, I run the trap again, you on the treadmill Never, never land shit came with a Ferris wheel. Ferris day off, baby, AR in the same car. Most of y'all, my sons, all look at little JR, F12, same color, Kate Moss on. I'm talking wrist in the pot. I'm talking this, you not. I'm talking bricks and you not. I'm talking straight up and down. Nigga, like six o'clock. This is the equinox. This what the people want. Somebody at the door. I heard the speaker knock. Mm. I'm at your door like Clara said. Hey. 
Psychiatric wards, a last resort. Something's gotta give, that's for sure. Yet you keep coming back for more. Not as raw as I was. Walk on water sucks. Bitch, suck my dick. Y'all saw the track list and had it fit. Before you heard it, so you formed your verdict. While you sat with your arms crossed, did your little reaction videos and talked over songs. Nah, dog, y'all saying I lost it. You fucking marbles. But nowadays, every flow, every cadence sound the same. Brings a powder cake. I draw inspiration out of hate. Real pain in the paper. I don't trace. But if I look strange and out of place, it's cause I'm an alien. That's why I write to the pages out of space, dog. From seven mile in Novara To how can I be down? All of us trying to pile in the car yeah. We shop for the stars yeah. Cause we only got so much time in this world yeah. So rewind it to your high school dance Till the night before If you think you promised tomorrow yeah. Now I'm about to fool again It's soonest it's luminous The moon is lit a freaking lunatic A human computer chip And I'm soonest stick a broom in the uterus of your hooters chick If I was you I wouldn't do nothing stupid Due to the mood I'm in I'm losing it You get chewed like a junior mint Show me who to rip It's time for you to get screwed Empty the lubricant And put super glue in it <laughs> How many fucking rappers did I go through Dispel that out, but you won't admit I smoked Then you was hellbound, hellbound in my snowsuit But am I supposed to sound like everything else out? Cause I don't get compared to it only myself now When I can see the fair with the fans and sales down But the only way I care is if I let myself down But what the fuck have I woke to? Time to eat the vocals and shit out pro tools I know you still want me to ill out, don't you? Hoping the old slam's gonna spill out Open fire on your whole camp with the spit I'll roast you So chill out, no, you hoes couldn't roast me with the shit I wrote you Then I took a stand when it tan face And practically cut my motherfucking fan base in half And still outsold you you just called my shit trash. Thank God I rap better when the odds are stacked. Revival's whack. I don't like the zombie track. And when he's talking that garbage, psychotic crap. What's your content at? What's with all the conscious rap? Pink, Beyonce, this, and Kalani, that. Yeah. I just added to the fuel in my rocket pack. Till I'm ready to respond, then I'ma launch it at him. Idiotic from the fucking embryonic sack to the body bag. I'll be back, and when I am, I'll be at your fucking throat like Clarissa. Yeah. 